Good morning. Thank y'all for being here. Um, it feels earlier today than it did. Like the time change, you know, like the first day, like oh, and the second day, it's like okay, I got this. Today is like oh, I don't got this. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here. Um, I have the microphone on today because we are podcasting. <laughs> Let's start in child's post. We have uh, Shannon coming around with some blankets for you, you know, just in case you're cold um, or want to go back to sleep. We might use them later for, for some fun stuff. So if you're at home doing this podcast, grab a, grab a blanket. I'll take a few moments here to bring yourself to this space, this square of the floor, rectangle on the floor that's all yours for the next hour. This is the only part of the planet that you need to be concerned about right now. There's something really freeing in that. The world outside starts to fall away and our mind and body and heart can all be in the same place. This practice reminds us of that, that we can always come back to this one space. As many tendrils of life that are out there for us. We have our body. Our breath, our heartbeat. Our hands and feet on the floor. Space to be in. And when we start to pay attention to this space, notice it, take care of it. It takes us out into the other spaces with a little more peace, more lightness more strength, whatever it is that we need to face the day with. Yoga teaches that it's already in us. It's just peeling back all the other layers. And start by rocking your head a little side to side as if you were smoothing out your forehead. to center and let your hips shift a little side to side. You can help to press your feet into the floor and lift your hips, give a little sway to your pelvis and notice its effect on your spine all the way up. Make your way back to center and come on up to downward facing dog. And again, take some movement here of like your head, neck, maybe a little bit of shifting back and forth in your shoulders. Mm-hmm. 
that move kind of into a sway of your hips. And we want to bend one knee and then the other and start to create a little rotation in your hips. Notice that when you start to to bend one knee, your pelvis is going to shift. I right? want to follow that into you know, a deeper twist. Okay. So taking some time just to walk your way into your body. Let your breath start to like, take on a rhythm as you move. Make your way back to center and bring your feet together. And on your inhale, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. Press your hands down. You point and flex and roll your ankle. Spread out your toes. Yeah. And let your leg firm, tighten, press up through your heel. And keeping your leg straight, go as high as you can, letting your Right hip, maybe stack on top of your left a bit. Right. Yeah. One more breath in, press out through your heel, then exhale, bend your knee, heel toward your bum cheek. Good. Nice. And press your hands down, get long through both sides of your body. Reach for the side wall or your neighbor right. as you lift your knee up. Nice. One more breath in here. And with your exhale, square up, shift forward, knee to nose, forward into a low lunge. And press into your front foot, all three points of the foot, the ball of your big toe, baby toe, center of your heel, be light in your hands. Maybe you want to add a little bend and straighten here of your front knee or your back knee or a little both shifting back and forth. It's just the idea of moving through your joints in a way that's healthy for you to warm things up. Yeah, you can't get it wrong. Keep your front knee in good alignment with your ankle. Your back foot steady on the floor. Let your neck follow the natural line of your spine. Make your way back to your low lunge. Plant your hands, tighten your back leg, squeeze it to come up onto the toes of your front foot. Your front foot lift, front heel lifts, good. Press your hands down. Can you pick up your foot, heel to bum? Pick it up and then step it back. Yeah, a little push up, breathe out, bend your elbows about halfway down. You can always have your knees down for tabletop. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Have a breath in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth. Yeah. And take your left leg up for three-legged dog. And you'll say straight at first. You point and flex and roll your ankle around. And straight is relative. Straight-ish. Anytime the leg is straight, it's straight-ish. Press up through your heel, tighten your leg, lift it as much as you can, letting your left hip stack on your right. Just a little open through your side body. Then one more inhale, you lift your leg up. With your exhale, bend your knee, heel toward your bum. Good. Oh, good. A little chiropractic work going on. That's, that's good. Yeah. Press.
press your hands down, lengthen both sides of your body. Right, so if, just notice your right ribs. Can you fan them out just like, as much as you're lengthening your left ribs? Right? They won't go quite as long because of the shape, right? But your emphasis here will be lengthening both sides. One more breath in. And as you exhale, square up, shift forward your knee toward your nose. You step into the low lunge, lightly step, really good. Nice, and be on your fingertips, or you could use blocks underneath your hands. And you have a little movement, back and forth, a little bending and straightening of your knee, and back or front. You know, one thing we're doing as we you know, work our way into the practice is noticing our joints. Right, noticing what's happening in your toes, your ankles, your knees, right. your pelvis, like both like your pelvis where your leg bones connect in and your pelvis where you connect to your spine. The joints of your spine and your rib cage as you breathe, and your shoulders, your elbows, wrists, your fingers. How's everything today? How are they relating to each other in this? And you'll tighten your back leg, firm it. Squeeze all the way to your glute muscle. Plant your hands as much as you can. Pick up your front heel. Press your hands down, squeeze your back leg. Take your left heel to your bum cheek and then step back, a little push up. Bend your elbows about halfway down. Use your knees if you like to stay tight and your core breathe in, upward facing dog. Squeeze your legs, draw your low belly in, and then downward facing dog. Breathe out, press your hands down, pull your hips up, good. Have a breath in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Then you'll look forward and walk forward to the top of your mat. Take your feet wide for ragdoll, go about mat distance apart. And in this ragdoll, we're actually gonna let your hands come down to the floor and be on fingertips. And you're gonna bend and straighten your knees into a squat and fold. The chest stays on your thighs. And your hips are moving up and down. To whatever degree, your knees and ankles are gonna work right now. And right now is before like 6.45 in the morning, so it may not be like the deepest malasana pose you've ever had. More concern here about how your joints are working, how they're working together, your ankles, your knees, your hips, your spine, right? Just enough movement to get a good idea of like warming your body, letting it move together as one whole with your breath. Good. Good. Come back to your ragdoll. You'll bring your feet together. Big toes can touch. Or if it's more comfortable for you to be slightly apart, that's fine too. Press your feet into the floor. Squeeze your legs. Draw your low belly in to come up to standing. Take mountain pose. Arms wide so that you can soften around your shoulders and lift the center of your chest. So wide is going to be relative. It's going to have a lot to do with your skeleton and how your arm bones are put together. But there'll be a sense of ease in the muscles of your shoulders and around your neck. And 
you can squeeze muscle to bone in your arms. When you press down through your feet, you can feel a lift through your side body out through your pinky fingertip. That might allow you to go a little bit back. When you're aligning yourself like this, you'll have plenty of breath for that. One more breath in, spread your fingers wide. And then we'll draw hands together at heart center and pause. And pause in Samasiti as a standing meditation. A time to bring both strength and ease to the way we stand. Giving ourselves a blueprint for the postures to come. And what do we mean by that? We mean being rooted down to the floor, lifted through our legs, our pelvic floor, low belly, using the muscles to support us that are supposed to support us, and then having a softness around the muscles of breath, allowing your ribcage to fill fully, your collarbones, Shoulders, neck to be soft, to let breath in. Muscles of your face and arms at ease. This gentle pressure between your hands creating just enough work. There's a feeling of balance in our bodies that helps us to bring balance to our minds, our hearts, our perspective. And we take this posture and use it to create strong, fluid breath. And we take that breath to create sound of our voice as we join in three ohms. Start with a full breath in. You'll reach up to mountain pose. Let your arms go. Why does you like to be able to lift your chest? And then fold forward. Bend your knees. Send your hips back. Let your chest and your thighs come together. Keep your knees bent for halfway lift. Extend your spine flat back. Then plant your hands. You'll step back to low push-up on your toes or low table top on your knees. Then breathe in. Upward facing dog. Press your hands down. Press your feet down. Knees could be up or down. And downward facing dog, press your hands down and forward. Good. Have a breath. Empty it out. Press your hands down into the floor. 
and look forward. Walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, halfway lift. And breathe out to fold down. Good. Press your feet down to reach up, mountain pose. Bow with your exhale, fold forward. Have a softness to your knees, send your hips back. Breathe in, halfway lift. Draw your spine long, use your knees to help you get longer. Plant your hands, low push-up. Breathe in, up dog. And breathe out, down dog. Good. And have a breath in. Empty it out, press into your hands, draw your low belly in. Look forward, walk or float top of the mat. Good. Breathe in, half lift. And breathe out, fold down. Breathe in, reach up, And fold with your exhale. Breathe in, halfway lift. And low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Breath in. And empty it. Look forward, walk or hop to the top of the space. You breathe in, halfway lift, bend your knees to get longer in your spine and then bow forward, breathe all the way out. One more round, press your feet down to reach up. And fold with your exhale. Breathe in, halfway lift. And low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. And have a breath in through your nose. And let it out through your mouth. You're gonna walk your hands about halfway back until you're in a very short dog. Bring your feet together. And big toes touch, heels together. Bend your knees out to the sides. So uh, you're in a like frog position and you can be on your fingertips. We're gonna call this tree frog, I guess. You're on your fingertips. And press your feet together. On your inhale, you're gonna straighten your legs, zip them together, inner thighs together. Your heels stay up and press together. And then exhale, knees out to the sides. And so you move with your breath. Exhale to bow and lift your hips and inhale to drop your hips. And you can look up if you like. And so you're moving back and forth with your breath. your feet pressed together, breath moving. By this time, there should be some heat in your legs. Is that true? Oh, good. Okay, one more round. And you'll walk your feet back to hip distance and walk your hands out to your downward facing dog. Press your hands forward, lift your tailbone up, and a breath in. Empty it through your mouth. 
and look forward. Walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, halfway lift. And breathe out, fold, fold. Take sun B, Utkatasana, chair pose, one breath in. Lift your low belly, lift the center of your chest. Then bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in for halfway lift, heart forward. Then a low push up, plant your hands. Be light in your body. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward, reach your arms up, warrior one, breathe in. Then hands to the mat, low push up. Breathe out, press into your hands. Breathe in, upward dog. And breathe out, down dog. Step your left foot forward, plant your feet, breathe in, reach up, warrior one. And hands to your mat. Look forward as you step back, breathe out, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Get a breath in here. And empty it out, press into your hands. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, half lift, good, good. And breathe out, fold. Ukatasana, chair pose. And bow forward, exhale. Breathe in, halfway lift, flat back, good. Low push up, breathe out. Plant your hands, press into your thumb and first finger knuckle. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, breathe in, reach up, warrior one. Then hands to the floor, low push up, breathe out, press into the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your left foot forward, breathe in, warrior one, reach up. And then hands to your mat. Breathe out slow, low push up, get empty. Upward facing dog, breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe out. Breath in. And empty it. With your inhale, you'll take your right leg up, three-legged dog, reach behind you and up. And then exhale, come forward, bring your knee to your nose, press your breath out, good. Inhale, reach back. And exhale again, knee to nose, press your breath out, squeeze your back leg, inhale, reach back. And then again, you come forward, knee to your nose, press your breath out, step into a low lunge. And you press into your feet and bring your arms up like airplane wings beside you. And you can just start with some wrist rolling here. Just gonna move your hands a little bit. And to be able to focus on what your hands are doing, you give yourself a strong base. Press into your feet, draw your leg bones in, the belly in, your heart goes forward, and you reach your fingertips back. Squeeze muscle to bone in your arms. Good. 
Press into your feet. With your next inhale, come up to crescent lunge. Let your spine take its natural shape. Arms can be wide or even cactus arms. We have a little bend and straighten here, particularly a bend and straighten in your back knee that allows you to move your pelvis. See if you can find the kind of optimal kind of, uh, level of your pelvis for this. Right? So there's like our tailbone that wants to point back if our leg is too straight for the pose right now. Right? Or you give yourself enough softness to let your tailbone point down and it's natural you kind know, of curve down. Find that space and then lift your chest up. And as you exhale, you're gonna open your arms, twist to your right, so that your left arm reaches forward, your right arm reaches back. Good, yeah. Yeah, and then you get your breath back in case this was a big surprise. Right. Yeah. yeah, sometimes we overthink a pose, like our breathing just like, leaves. Right. Yeah, the more you need to kind of investigate a pose, we want your breath for it. And here again, you might feel like the back knee could bend a little bit to level your pelvis. That can also let you lift your low belly in more. Right? Right. So that back knee bending doesn't make it easier. It just makes it easier to engage the musculature that holds you up. Right. If that musculature engages, then actually you're working harder. <laughs> but smarter. One more breath here. When you exhale, dip down a bit in your back knee, and then inhale, reverse your front palm toward the ceiling, lift up. And you may take your right hand to your hip. It might go to your back leg. Right? It, that has a lot more to do with uh, your arm length right, than anything else. But the twist and the lift coming from your spine, lift your sternum up. And one more breath in, squeeze your upper arm. Then exhale, look to the front of your mat, low push up, breathe out, plant your hands. And breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, down dog. And on your inhale, take your left leg up for three-legged dog. And then exhale, come forward. Knee to nose, press your breath out. Inhale, reach back. And again, knee to nose, come forward. Press your hands down, your knee through your arms, good. Inhale, reach back. And then again, forward, knee through your arms, this time to a step, low lunge. Press into your feet so you're able to lift your arms back into airplane. Right. And your feet connecting your leg bones into your pelvis right, is what it gives us some heat. And also gets you into the muscles of your pelvic floor, your low belly. That support, and you start to move your hands around. If you want, you can bird beak your fingers, pull them together, and kind of roll at your wrists. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to have like the Bollywood session, but. Good. Yeah, wouldn't that? Good. And from here, press into your feet, draw your low belly in, come up to crescent, arms overhead or in cactus. A sense of what do your arms need to do to let you breathe? Because you know, unless you carry like 
things overhead. Most of like, your days don't involve the, the arms extending straight up. So is it functional for you to have your arms where you can't breathe? Or is it functional for you to hold your arms up in a way that you know, actually strengthens your body? If you think about like, what are you doing with yourself? Good. Roll your triceps forward. Yeah, yeah, nice. A little bend and straighten the back knee until you find that like, spot for your pelvis, your tailbone, that you feel like you can lift your low belly. And go slow with that bend. Right? Usually give a pretty deep bend to your back knee here and just stay. Can you feel your tailbone take its natural kind of length toward the floor? Right, when you get that with your back leg, draw your low belly and lift your chest up. Then you'll twist and you open to the left. Your right arm goes forward, your left arm goes back. And again, we've put a little more you know, uh, into what we're doing. There's now rotation. You might need to bend your back knee more in order to keep your tailbone and your pelvis level. Right? Right, and that level of your pelvis lets you lift up through the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. And then you create this kind of pure rotation, like, like spiral t staircase of your spine up through the top of your head. Very good, nice. And then we add one more thing, turn front palm to the ceiling, reverse, right? So now you've got this like neutral spine that you're working through rotation and a little side bend, right? This lift of your right hand, the right pinky fingertip leading the way up. Can you call from your back foot to your pinky fingertip? This line of energy up the side of your body. Good. One more breath in and then Cartwheel down, look to the front of your mat, hands to the floor, low push-up. Breathe up. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Take a breath in through your nose. And let it out through your mouth. And you look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of your space. Breathe in, halfway lift. Breathe out, fold. Good. With your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Take eagle, bring your right arm underneath your left. Wrap your right leg over top your left. Good. So you can work with your right toes at the mat. You could also slide your foot up or around your standing leg. Let the focus here stay on the standing leg though. So whatever your right toes need to do, just sit deeply in your left leg. Like you were sliding down the wall behind you with your hips and shoulders on the wall. Go as deeply as you can down into the sit, right into the seat of this. And you get two more inches to so just drop into your heel. Good. Then on an inhale, you're going to unwind to airplane. So you take your arms back, you squeeze your back leg, let it lead you back with strength. And your back heel pressing to the back wall, draw your heart forward. 
Yeah, good. If at any time you want to put your back toes to the mat, you go for that. Right? Stay balanced as a sensation in your body. Bring your hands to your heart. In twisting half moon, your right hand's going to move toward the floor. You may want to block, you may want to hover it. Right? And you could bring your left hand to your hip. Stack your left shoulder over your right as much as you can so that this is about the twist, right? The drawing forward of your chest. Good. Creates that line of, like now a sideways staircase, basically. Good. One more breath in here. As you exhale, bow forward. Toe heel your feet apart in ragdoll or gorilla. With gorillas catching your big toes, halfway lifting and fold down. If you want ragdoll or, or some form of it, you can add a little sway, some movement side to side. Yeah. Just kind of let that twist, that rotation from your spine kind of unwind. Spring is coming. All the practices will be twisting right now, like, like twisting out winter. Release your hands and bring your feet together. And press down into your feet. On your inhale, come up to standing mountain pose. And then left side eagle, you wrap your left arm underneath and your left leg over top. And again, your left toes can be on the mat. And in fact, if you find this pose is a little shaky on either side, you might start there to get the sensation of balance. Sometimes we're taking these one-legged poses and we have the sensation of panic. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself. The actual practice is equanimity, meeting this where it meets you, what allows you to stay in balance. The pose itself is just a shape a thing. On your next inhale, you're going to unwind to airplane. Take your time. As you move your back leg back, squeeze it so that it supports its own weight and actually helps to support your torso up front. Good. The anchor of your standing foot, the lift of your standing leg, give you a little buoyancy. Yes, good. And always the back foot can go down to the mat for, for greater balance if you need it. Good. Then hands to your heart and twisting half moon. Your right hand to your hip, your left hand to a block. And starting with hand on hip is helpful to get the stack of your shoulders. Then you might extend your arm up. Again, stand on the back wall and pull your heart forward. So you get the, the line of your spine from your back leg. Yeah. And back leg could go to the floor. Right? The rotation at your waist. Draw your heart forward to get more length there. 
and then exhale, bow forward, really good. Toe heel your feet apart and take a low squat here. Bending your knees, letting your feet stay grounded. You might want to use a block underneath your hips for support. Right? And let your feet uh, walk out until they are grounded. And what we mean by support in this pose, if you don't have a block, press your feet into the mat to rebound up into the muscles of your pelvic floor and your low belly. Right? And you'll notice a difference there between that and then just letting your weight drop to the floor. Right? There's... Good. Good. Have one more breath here. And then you'll release your hands to your mat. Bring your feet together and take crow. Press your feet into one another. Squeeze your legs into your arms. Let the muscles of your pelvic floor lift. Your low belly draws in. All of that gives you the opportunity to breathe. Right. And you look forward and jump back or walk back. Nicely done. Make your way to down dog. Take your time. Have a breath in. And you let it out through your mouth. On your inhale, come forward to a high plank. And exhale, lower slowly all the way down to your mat. On your inhale, come up for locust or cobra. Good. Good. Good, yeah. Point your toes back. Squeeze your legs. Reach your toes for the back wall. Right. And you squeeze your legs all the way up so that each muscle of your leg is contributing to this lift. Right. Glute muscles will contribute too, but they'll be part of a whole chain of work of stability. Draw your little belly in, let your chest float. Maybe you squeeze a little bit with your upper back, see how that feels. You might turn your palms toward the floor, rotate so that your shoulders open a bit. Good. Have breath in, and then exhale slowly lower down. Good work. Or breath here and empty it. And you go again for locust, cobra, or if you like bow, bend your knees and catch your feet or your shins. Mm -hmm. Good. In bow, your legs are pressing back and up. Right? Again, you've got all the muscles of your legs up to your glutes working. Right? Low belly in. Good. You might add a little squeeze of your shoulder blades and see if that can let you kick a little higher. Good. Deep breath in. And then exhale slowly, release down. Good work. You rest. Breath in and empty. And take your hands underneath your elbows and press up to your knees and grab your blanket. And what you're going to do with your blanket, you're going to unfold it to um, just one time, unfold it. 
and then fold it the other direction. So the blanket is going to uh, just be a, a couple of inches um, of padding here on your mat. So your blanket's gonna run across your mat. It'll be about mat distance. And what we'll do with this is uh, take the kneeling posture for camel. And yeah, you have it totally perfectly. Yeah. It's good, yeah. You may want the tassels to the back just so that you have something to kneel on here. Um, so if, if you do have a blanket that's folded over, just make sure that uh, it's low enough that you can balance on it. If we, if we fold it too many more times, it doesn't get just more padding, it gets more unstable, so just light. And then your knees will be at the front of it so that your kneecaps really don't have any pressure in them. Right? If you walk forward, right? now what this is going to do for us in camel, a, it's going to keep your knees off the floor, which is good. Second thing it's going to do, it's going to require us to use our leg muscle, glute muscle, to keep our hips forward because the blanket's going to provide this kind of instability that if we rock back, we're, we're going to really feel it. You just get that like when you rock back. So in camel, what we're trying to do on the floor or on the blanket is keep hips over knees. And the blanket's just going to be a little reminder to do that. So you can have your hands at the small of your back, you could have your hands on your hips, Camel is lifting your chest up, bringing your spine in, You're getting space in the front of your body. And continue to drop your tailbone down, that squeeze of your bum cheeks, it helps you keep your hips forward. You may want to keep going with this into the expression of you know, taking a hand to a heel and see how that works. You might bring your heel up to your hand by turning your toes under. Keep your chest lifting, your front body opening. Yeah, good. Deep breath in. Low belly in. Stay with your hips over your knees. And then use your abdominals to come up. Pull them in. Good. And you're just going to sit back to hero on the blanket or child's pose if hero is not your thing. You can close your eyes, soften your face. Have a breath. And then second camel, come on up to your shins with your knees light at the front of your blanket. Press your shin bones down into your blanket. Draw your tailbone down. So this is hips moving forward. Not so much of a thrust forward, just a, a steadying of them there over your knees. Right? And then the action of this pose happening in your thoracic spine, the part of your spine that runs through your rib cage. Right? Good. Your neck can stay soft, right? Whatever degree of looking up that's good for your neck is good for you. You want to turn your toes under and see if your heels are there. Do that, but notice if that takes you offline in the front of the pose. Right, the front of the pose is where we're concerned. Right? The opening. Nice. Next exhale. Use your core body, low belly, to pull you up and in to standing on your knees, and then sit back to hero or to child's pose. Have breath here. And empty.
release your hands out to the mat in front of you and uh, pick your knees up off the blanket slide them back and you're going to take your blanket and roll it I'm just going to roll it into a little bolster And don't worry, this is not Martha Stewart channel, so you can, you can do whatever you want. If this was the Martha Stewart channel, I'd be Snoop Dogg, not Martha Stewart. Um, so you're going to roll over onto your back and let this rolled up blanket or lay underneath your shoulder blades. And um, the way I like to think of it is uh, it's like scarecrow, right, where you're, you're laying over your shoulder blades, your arms are on one side of it, and then just going to let your body lay back over it. And... What ideally is a nice opening of your chest. And if it's not so nice for you, feel free to come off of this and uh, take a Supta Baddha Konasana. If you'd like, you can bring your feet together in Supta Baddha Konasana with the blanket underneath you. If you're enjoying being on the blanket, stay. You bring your knees together, feet together, and pick your feet up off the floor, making a belly twisting pose with knees side to side. You're supported by this blanket underneath your shoulder blades as a way of keeping this light little back bend, also keeping your shoulder blades kind of pressing down toward the mat anchoring you in the twist. Let your knees fall to the right next time you're there. Just let them drop into the floor. You look over your left shoulder. Inhale, you'll let your knees come back to center. Take your time, and then you'll let your knees drop over to your left and stay and breathe. Two more breaths here.
Come back to center slowly and hug your knees in. And nose to knees, knees to nose, curl up, right off your blanket. You'll rock up and back to boat. Four, three, two. You're going to cross your feet right over left, lift up in your chest, and bow forward. If your head doesn't quite touch the floor, you might bring your blanket around and let your head rest on the blanket. Breathe here and allow for the time and space. One of the cool things about having a blanket for this is if you've been here a little while, you think you could go a little further, you can kind of unroll your blanket a little bit, see if your head will drop. Maybe a bit more. Or if it's becoming too intense, right, you can roll your blanket a little higher. And a little more. It gives you a little bit to play with. Good. One more breath here. And with your inhale. Press into your sitting bones, draw your low belly in, come up to boat, unwind your legs. Draw your low belly in, heart up for four, and three, two. Cross your left leg, lift up from your sitting bones, you'll bow forward. You might need to negotiate where your feet go, where your ankles go might be different on this side. Bow forward and working for your openness in your left thigh and hip. By now you'll have figured out which leg you usually cross in front when you sit. If this is not the usual leg, beware that your body may try at some point to, to recross your legs during this pose. And 
you have breath and, and that's about giving yourself the time and space with that block or blanket underneath your head you just allow yourself not to hold your brain up right now let your brain rest your head rest your face rest where there's just nothing to do but listen. You've been here a while and you could like let your head go a little deeper toward the floor. You might try a little unrolling of your blanket or maybe like, you know, after being in the pose for a while it's become intense and you need to come out a bit, do that. every breath to how this feels to what it's doing in your body there's no way to know until that moment this moment what's happening then you respond in this moment your next inhale you press into your sitting bones draw your low belly in and come up Come down into back for a little uh, lumbar spine restorative. So, got your blanket um, back to the um, the side we were or the length we were using for camel, um, and then back to kind of the quarter, the long quarter. Right? And then you're gonna roll up from one side, creating kind of a short chunky bolster. And this is going to depend on you um, and your low back curve more than anything else, but you've got this kind of short, chunky bolster that you're going to then, as you come down to the floor, allow to support your lumbar spine as you lay down. And if at first it feels like it's, uh, it's a little uncomfortable, try a few positionings to get like a comfortable uh, support of your low back. So that's really all we're doing. And for some of us, it's going to be nice to have feet on the floor, knees together. Right. Then you just let your arms spread out as much as you can. If you don't have a blanket or you uh, don't particularly like the lumbar support, go ahead and take hips on a block. You could take shoulder stand too if you like. Wherever you are, you can take four deep breaths, just counting your exhales.
And when you're done, you're welcome to come off the bolster or we're going to take a twist on it. So you can take a twist on the floor or twist the bolster. First thing you're going to do, feet to the floor, lift your hips and slide them a little bit over to your right so that you can turn and have your outer left hip on the blanket as your right knee comes across into the twist. So the blanket will be supporting if your your lumbar spine around your pelvis. The idea is for it to feel nice. If it doesn't feel nice, you definitely like, come off of it or kind of reposition yourself until you feel supported in your low back. ready to come back to center with this one on the blanket you'll bring sole of your right foot back to your mat sole of your left foot in so that you're supported and your feet and you can shift your hips over to the left so that your outer right hip and right uh, side body are on the blanket when your knee comes across may take a couple of, kind of shifts to position that well. Take your time. The idea here is to just work this, the usual twist at a different angle, a right? different perspective on it, giving our body a little bit of variety. Like everything else, not all poses are for everybody. Not all approaches are for everybody. It's your listening to what's going on for you that's most important. So to notice if it feels good, if it's challenging, or if it's somehow just not quite right. It's not quite right. Move on. So when you're ready to come back, finish your pose on an exhale. And then inhale your way back to center. You plant your feet. You'll lift your hips off of the blanket. And here, if you like, you can uh, slide out. We're going to take Shavasana. But if you'd like one more uh, restorative, bring your blanket back out to its nearest head. Roll a thin little bit of your blanket up, and you're going to place it under your neck for a neck bolster. So it's a very small roll for most of us that supports your neck. And then as you lay down, you can curve it around your head. It's kind of like a, a massage table um, when you're going the other way on it. So you just have this nice support for your neck and a little nest for your head as you let your body come out into relaxation and rest. And take the time to find the, the size of the neck bolster that's nice for you. The time to learn about how you relax best. Okay.
most of us take the time to learn about a lot of stuff out there. We learn about other people, their needs, their desires. We learn things, we have knowledge. Taking the time to learn about yourself is, is what we're doing here. Learning what makes you feel at ease here physically, but also in your mind and in your heart. It's a worthwhile pursuit. The more you feel at ease, comfortable in your own skin, the more peacefully you walk this planet. peacefully you walk this planet, the better it is for everyone else. feel ready to move again. Let your breath start to get deeper, more fluid. Let it take up all your space. You can begin to move slowly, your fingers, your toes. Gently roll to a comfortable side. Make your way up to seated. Take your time. We'll bring our hands together at heart center. Each taking a moment to recognize ourselves, who we are. And then thumbs to forehead center, we acknowledge one another. In this humanness we share. In appreciation we offer each other. Namaste. Namaste, thank you all so much, well done.